0: Welcome to Torah Rimecha Parsha with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Elisheva Kamenetsky, and today we will be studying Parshat Nitzavim. As Moshe's death approaches, he shares some final words with his beloved people. While the previous Parshiot focused heavily on detailed mitzvot, according to the Sefer Achinach, and we will see that not all necessarily agree with this, this Parsha does not include any mitzvot Instead, Moshe is imparting values that he feels are imperative for Bnei Yisrael to thrive in the future as a nation after his passing. The parsha begins, Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kulchem, emphasizing the unity of Bnei Yisrael. The Arachayim points out that the word Nitzavim, you are all standing here today together, is not necessarily important for us to know. Does it really matter if they were standing or sitting? The Orachayim suggests that the Pasuk here is teaching us that B'nai Israel have a strong responsibility for each other. We are standing here responsible one for another. In Judaism, it is not each man for himself, but rather each of us are to care and look out for our fellow man's physical and spiritual survival. As a continuation of last week's parsha, Moshe warns of the exile and desolation of the land that will result if Bnei Yisrael abandon Hashem's laws. But then he reminds us in chapter 30, verses 2 through 5, that in the end, V'shavta ad Hashem alokecha v'shamata b'kolo kechol asher anokhi mitzavcha hayom ata ubanecha b'chol levavcha that if we return to Hashem and listen to his voice about everything that he has commanded us, and our children do that as well with all of their heart and soul, what will happen? Verse 3 Vishav Hashem lokecha et shavoscha v'richamcha, Vishav v'kibetzcha mikola ha'amim asher Hashem elokecha shama. That if we return to Hashem, then Hashem will actually come and return us. Even if we will be outcasts at the far ends of the earth, Hashem will gather us from there and bring us to the land, which he has promised to our forefathers and they have possessed. In these few psukim, the word, the root word, shove, appears many times. And it is the root for the word teshuvah, which we often translate as repentance. But the word shove at its root means to return. Here in these psukim, we see a beautiful symbiotic relationship If we return to Hashem, then Hashem will return us. The theme here is that of personal and national tshuva. Some suggest that this is actually the source for personal tshuva being a mitzvah, a commandment for us to do. If we repent, if we return to Hashem, then that will lead to national tshuva, the ultimate return to the land of Israel. If we return to God in a personal way, in an individual way, then Hashem will return the community of Israel to the land of Israel. No wonder, Parshat Nitzavim is always the parsha that we read before Rosh Hashanah with its strong themes of repentance and return. The Ramban in chapter 30, verse 6, points out that there is also a theme here that can be encapsulated by the phrase in the Talmud of Haba Taher M'sayin Lo. That when we begin the process, when we reach out to Hashem, Hashem will come and help us. If we express our desire to be close to Hashem, if we take steps to be better in our relationship with Hashem, then Hashem will come and help pull us closer to Him by bringing us to Eretz Yisrael and by helping us along the way of our personal and national repentance. I'd like to point out two things that we can see through the psukim about this particular process. It's interesting to note, and the Kliakar points out, that when Pasuk Bet, the second verse in chapter 30, describes the steps of personal tshuva that we will take, that will start the ball rolling for Hashem to help us and bring about the completion of our tshuva, resulting in the national return of Bnei Yisrael. The Pasuk tells us, v'shafta ad Hashem lokecha, you will return to Hashem, Vishamata bekolo. What we need to do is to return to Hashem and listen to His voice. That alone will be a catalyst for God bringing about the gathering of the exiles and the ultimate redemption and guula. The Orachayim points out that just a few psukim later, we have an almost identical pasuk. Pasuk Chet. V'ata tashuv v'shamata Hashem. And you will return and you will listen to God. V'asita kol mitzvotav asher anochi mitzavcha hayom. This Pasuk comes after those which we just read that describe in Pasuk Dalid, He, and Vav the returning of Bnei Yisrael to Eretz Yisrael and the national return. The Kliyakar points out that in Pasuk Chet V'atat Hashuv V'Shamata Hashem it includes the words of Asita at Kol Mitzvotav and you will do all of the mitzvot. This is in stark contrast to Pasuk Bet, the Pasuk that describes the tshuva, that allows the ball to begin rolling, that is the catalyst for the grand national tshuva and redemption of all of B'nai Israel. Because in Pasuk Bet, the word va'asita is absent. V'shavta ad Hashem lokecha The Kliyakar teaches us a very important idea here. That when we begin the tshuva process, tshuva can feel incredibly daunting. There is so much to do. A life of Torah and mitzvos demands a lot from us in every arena of our lives. And we as human beings are far from perfect. And therefore, as we stand before Rosh Hashanah, we could feel overwhelmed by all that there is to do. And we may not be physically able to do all of it. Some mitzvot, for instance, can only be done in Eretz Yisrael. And if we don't yet live there, those are out of our reach. Some may be beyond beyond our ability for where we are in life, emotionally and spiritually. The Kliakar points out that in this tshuva process that has the enormous potential to result in the redemption for all of B'nai Yisrael, All that we're asked to do is to start the ball rolling in Pasuk Bet. V'shamata bekolo. Listen to what God is asking of you. Learn, understand, ask questions. Open yourselves up to hearing about a life of Torah and mitzvot. But there is no command in Pasuk Bet that you must do it all. Hashem will come and help you he will bring you into the land and make those mitzvos more accessible to you. In pasuk vav, he will circumcise your heart. He will help you to achieve the status described in pasuk Chet, where we are not just listening to God's voice, but we are actually able to achieve a status of performance of being able to do all of God's mitzvos. This concept expressed by the Kliakar reminds me very much of the theory that Carol Dweck suggests in her book, Mindset, of the difference between a person having a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. One with a fixed mindset might say to themselves, I'm not a great Jew. I'm not really able to perform all of the Torah and mitzvos as prescribed by the Torah, And I will never reach that height. A person with a growth mindset is somebody who's able to acknowledge who they are and to recognize, as she says, the most important three-letter word, that they are not yet there. That we are a growing people. And in this parsha, Hashem teaches us that He knows that and understands that of us. At the onset of the tshuva process, he's not expecting perfection from us. He wants us to start the process, to show commitment, to say, if I could, I would. I'm just not there yet. If we show that kind of mindset, that growth mindset, then HaKadosh Baruch will come and help us. HaBala Taher, if you come with a desire to purify yourself, Messiah Lo, Hashem will come and help us. Karov Hashem, l'chol karov asher yikra'uhu be'emet. Hashem is close to all those who call out earnestly to Him with a desire to grow closer to us. The second point that I'd like to emphasize is how the Mefarshim understand Hashem's help, Hashem's siyata de'shmaya, the help from heaven, that is given to us in this process. We will focus on Pasuk Vav, Umol Hashem eslavavcha, words that we say after the Vidoy, on Yom HaKippurim, throughout the Tzvilot of the day. What does it mean Hashem will circumcise our heart? So there are three mefarshim who suggest that Hashem's circumcision of the heart means that he removes different things. Each of them, I think, speak to some of the obstacles that get in the way of our tshuva process that make us feel like tshuva is far and not surmountable. The Ramban suggests that what Hashem will be circumcising from our heart, what he will be removing is our ta'ava, our desire, the evil inclination, that pulls us and draws us away from a life of Torah and mitzvos. The Kliakar suggests that what Hashem will be removing from our hearts is He will be removing the fear factor that we have of God that gets in the way of our ability to develop a loving relationship with Hashem. For so many of us, the relationship that we have with God is one of fear, fear of punishment, but in order to do two tshuva, to return to God in a full way, we need to de- learn to develop a loving relationship with Hashem. And the Svarnu suggests that what Hashem will be removing from our hearts as a way of helping us move along in the tshuva process is He will be removing some of the intellectual doubts that we find ourselves in. We often find ourselves in a place of anxious, thoughts, doubting what we're doing, wondering if what we're doing is correct, and Hashem will remove those anxious thoughts, that anxiety, and that will help us move forward in the tshuva process. The parsha continues by reminding us that the mitzvot are not far from us. They are not me'ever layam, they are not across the sea, but kikoro ve'lachah hadavar, But the mitzvos are very, very close to us. They are accessible to us. They are things that we can do and perform as long as we recognize that at first we are not demanded to do everything and that in order to reach the point of perfection in Torah and mitzvos, Hashem is here to help us and to guide us. The parsha also includes a discussion of the freedom of choice, ubacharta <speaking in Hebrew> b'chayim, Moshe implores the Jewish people to make those correct choices. Sometimes we feel distance from Torah; it's too far from us. It's hard to make the right choices to live a Torah lifestyle. This, the time of year that we read Parshat Nitzavim, can feel daunting. We need to remind ourselves that we do not have to do it alone. The tshuva process is one which Hashem is waiting for us to initiate, and once we do, he is here to help us. Lo Hamlachal Ham, It is not upon us to complete and do everything.. But we can't ignore it and avoid it because it looms large for us. We can rely on Hashem and ask him in our prayers. To help us be the best version of ourselves, to return to Hashem, and to perform His mitzvot to the best of our abilities, as the Navi Hosea taught, machem the Shuvu el Hashem." May we take the lessons of Sefer Dvarim and use them to bring closer us closer to Hashem and His Torah. Thank you for studying together with the OU Women's Initiative.